Okay. Ready, set, go. Hey, ladies, welcome to another episode of the Woman Podcast. My name's Katie, and we are back. We're so excited to be back for this fall season. We've got some great stories um, coming up this fall, and we've got Woman Conference coming, and we have a cool Bible study. Cool Bible study. Cool. It's the coolest. It's Bible the coolest. Study. But so after excited. Woman, we are going to have a Bible study that comes out. It's going to be called uh, Who is This King of Glory? Oh, and uh, it'll run for six weeks and it'll be like last year where it was on the podcast, but also on the woman app <sighs> and then awesome. also like available in print. And so, yeah. yeah so the it. other campuses can do it at their women's ministry. Exactly. Oh, I love that. I know. I know. I'm excited. So today we have a guest with us. Her name's Amanda Tarver. Hello. Hello. So Amanda and her husband, Tyler, have been around New Life for Many years. Mm-hmm. How many years? I think it's been 15 or oh 16. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay, and tell how you guys got connected to New Life. <gasps> okay. Um, we were in, Well, we were in college, and he was in Russellville. I was at UCA. Yeah. And we met at Super Summer. Do you know where that is? No. It's a camp at OBU. <laughs> you know all the camps. We were just <laughs> we talking were earlier. <laughs> we were just talking earlier about a kids camp that Amanda has her kids at mm-hmm. this summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Super so summer. Super Summer is a camp for teenagers, youth, you okay. know, and it's for a week at OBU in the summer. Okay. And I got connected with um, some sorority sisters of mine that did it every summer. Okay. And they invited me and to be a staffer. And so I went to that one summer and I met Tyler there. Okay. Because he had went as a camper and was a staffer and all the things. And so that's where we met. And then we so started. you were a student and he was a staffer? No, we were both staffers. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I was a, I had just finished my freshman year. Okay. No, my sophomore year of college. Okay. And he was going to be a senior. Okay. And so we met at the college and um, started dating right after that. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was like a little camp <laughs> matchup. It's so great. It's every girl's dream. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can remember going to camp. I went to Brook Hill when I was. Oh my gosh, younger. I love Brook. My daughter went to Brook Hill this year. Did she love it? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with Brook Hill. Me too. If you are listening and you are looking for a camp for your children to go to, it's a Christian camp in Hot Springs. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's the best. And I actually know the owners. Lily yes. McMillan. She's one of my... I remember her. Very good friends. And she is amazing. Yes. She her and her family pour everything into that camp. Yes. Mm-hmm. So good. I love it. Yeah. She got back and loved it. And I don't know why we started talking about Brook Hill. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Getting back. So, how I went to New Life. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so we met there and then started dating that fall and he was like, Hey, there's this church in Conway that I heard about. Let's check it out. Mm-hmm. You know, cause we want to go to church together mm-hmm. on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And so we started going together and then quickly, you know, they grabbed Tyler to start doing crazy stuff right for elevation back yes, in those days you i know? remember that mm-hmm. yep. and so that's we've been there ever since well we took like a year and a half hiatus to help some friends launch a church and then we okay. came back after okay that, so yeah and then now you guys are at new life in saline county mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Saline. Mm. Saline. Mm-hmm. Saline County. <laughs> Best of Arkansas. Oh, gosh. And I have the worst accent. <laughs> In real? I don't look as country as I sound. Right? No. Okay. No. Okay. You don't look country at all. <laughs> it's yeah. Hilarious. So, Saline County. Um, yes, we go to the Saline campus where um, Pastor Chad and Kendall serve, yes. and we love them so yes. much. Yeah. And then Tyler is the dean of our. MLC. Well, not anymore. Oh, he's not the dean. What not the we, dean anymore. Josh him? Rawls is the dean. Um, he is over uh, education for the church. And something else. I'm sorry, Tyler. I should know. That's hilarious. So he, we have a college at New Life, mm-hmm. NLC College, mm-hmm. and Tyler has overseen that for years. Yeah, five or and six years. Now it's a broader umbrella, including he oversees the college, mm-hmm. school of ministry, internship, internship. Yes, and yeah. something else, and anything else that falls under. I'm sorry, I'm real bad at remembering all the things. It's okay, I but mean, yeah, I, that's I what he know. does. Okay. So he, you know, is at Conway a lot, and I come when I can. Yeah. To meetings. Yeah. You're here. <laughs> I'm You're here today. <laughs> I usually have all the children and all the things. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, children. So you guys have three kids. Yeah. Tell us about your niños. Yes, we have three of the niños. And um, our oldest is about mm-hmm. to be 12 next week. So he's getting wow. real close to being a teenager. That's crazy. not okay about it. Um, our middle is a girl, Ezra Quinn. She is 10, mm-hmm. and she acts like she's 15, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Finnick is our youngest, and he just turned six. Finnick, so. yes, mm-hmm. just turned six. Jack, mm-hmm. my oldest, was at his mm-hmm. birthday party. It yes. Was, it was a good time. Yeah. Oh, they had a blast. All the little five- and six-year-olds yeah. at the trampoline park yeah. living their best <laughs> <Yeah>. life. <laughs> they were so sweaty. <laughs> I was like, okay, they had a good time. They had a good time. <laughs> you know a kid has a good time when they're sweaty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Bless so it. they had a good time, yeah. Okay, so in Finnick, you guys adopted. We did. Yes, okay. we adopted our So youngest. that's really what I wanted to hear about today is just yeah. how, like, God brought him into your family. And um, did you know you wanted to adopt? Mm-hmm. Tell so us, Tell us the story. Okay, here we go. Let's rewind. Okay. Go back in time. Let's go back in time. (laughs) So, um, you know, I grew up in church and, and, you know, thought I knew the Lord, but I really didn't have a relationship until my sophomore year of college. Mm -hmm. So I dedicated my life to Jesus and literally everything started changing in my life. Like I all of a sudden cared about so many people. I know. Isn't that funny? I started caring about people. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) Um, I was always kind of Mm self-centered, you know, and a brat growing up, but, um, I wanted, you know, and that's why I went to super summer because I wanted to serve and, um, I just got really involved in our church and all the things. And then I met Tyler and he loved the Lord and, um, Ever since we started dating, it was on his heart. He would talk about it all the time, cool. wanting to adopt. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, <laughs> we'll let's see. About yeah, that. I was like, let's talk about it, you know. <laughs> but then by the time we got married, it was like our plan. Wow. It was like a done deal. Like we were going to try to have our own. Mm-hmm. And if it didn't work, we were going to adopt mm-hmm. all of our kids. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of the plan. We tried first, and, you know, mm-hmm. we had two of those homemade little nuggets. <laughs> That's what Tyler calls them. 
homemade. We got two that are homemade. Two that are homemade. We adopted the third. So we had two, so we knew the third one was going to be adopted. Mm-hmm. So um, we started the process when Ezra was two because okay. we were going to adopt internationally. Okay. And then we went through two different agencies, and they both got shut down. The agencies um, did? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of a crazy emotional ride because, you know, we were kind of in the middle of it, and then they got shut down both for corruption. Oh, wow. Yeah, one in Guatemala, and the other was, gosh, uh, uh, Congo? Uh, oh, in Africa? In Africa, uh-huh. And so I know. So I was like, okay, Lord, what's going on? And so we just started praying, and then we were both like, we know we want to adopt, mm-hmm. so let's just try it domestically, you know. So we got in touch with an agency in Little Rock, um, started that process, and then our life group that we were leading at the time, it was before Celine Campus had launched, mm-hmm. but we were having life groups. Okay, okay. And so our life group helped us raise money, because at that time we did not have, yes. you know, the money to do this and it's quite expensive and so um they we did like this little phone-a-thon um that we did and raised all the money it was really awesome yeah and so um we paid for half of it at that point because that's what we needed yeah and we got on the list and all the things and so we started getting phone calls for babies Mm -hmm. but it would just never work out like one time there was a call and Tyler was in Colorado and I couldn't get a hold of him so I'm like I can't make this decision without talking to my husband you know um and so it was kind of like emotional and like oh my gosh I just turned down a baby right you know it gets kind of I don't know so they We'll call. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we have a baby that needs to be placed in a home. That's right. We need to know right now. They give you a time frame. So it's like two hours or like I 24 mean, hours? Or that particular one that I was just talking about was literally like, they said, we need to know in an hour. Wow. And I was like, I like, and I couldn't get a hold of yeah. my husband. And um, it, yeah. Yeah. So it was, and not you a good wanted deal. to make that decision with him. You're oh, like, I absolutely. don't feel qualified to just say yes. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and so turning down a baby was weird and yeah. emotional. I, it was just a weird right. deal. So for like another month or so, we just kind of sat and we're like, we need a break mm-hmm. <laughs> from this. Mm-hmm. And then one Friday night, we had some friends over. And at 10 p.m. that night, a friend of ours called, and um, Tyler went in the other room, so I knew it was, like, a serious call because we had friends over, and I was like, what's he doing, you know? And he comes back, like, 30 minutes later, and he had tears in his eyes, and I was like, what is it? And so our friends leave, and um, he was like, uh, there's a baby needing to be adopted. Like our friend, it was his, it was a friend of a friend that worked at, <laughs> why am I cheering? Listen, <laughs> I get like this too. So I'm sorry if I start going early or later. Well, I'm a crier. So I'll just sit here and watch you tell your story and <laughs> tears roll down my face. <laughs> Carry on. Well, okay. Well, I won't look at you so I don't cry. <laughs> But, yeah, so he's, like, starting to cry, and he's like, Amanda, our friend, like, this mom just came into the hospital at Baptist and wants to give her baby up for adoption. She can't afford – she had an 11-month-old and was about to have another baby and couldn't afford it, like, you know, just could not do it. But she, for some reason, didn't want her baby to go to an agency. Yeah. And so – Okay, so what does that look like? So if – if a mom is in the hospital and wants to give her baby up for ad- for adoption, mm-hmm. she is given the choice of 
a adoption agency or what? Well, to my understanding, yeah, it first goes to the agency if they don't have anyone in the family or someone in mind. Okay. That they, yeah. So if they don't have someone, it, it automatically, they, they call the agency and they come and take care of everything. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and that's, they said that's usually, that's all they see. Yeah. And so this particular doctor, this was his very first um, adoption that he had ever been a part of. Wow. And so, and he was my friend's friend. And so he um, called his friend and they had already adopted this way too. And so he called and was like, hey, are y'all wanting another baby? And they were like, well, we're not ready for that, but we have friends that are. Like, can I call them? And he was like, well, yeah, you know, and so he called us and told us the situation, and she was 37 weeks pregnant. That was her first time to be in for an appointment oh, gotcha. and all okay. the things, and so they were like, we're going to have her back in on Monday. We're going to do all the tests and everything, and, you know, y'all just take the weekend and pray on it and let us know on Monday, and oh so gosh. we were like, oh, my gosh, you know, because the baby would be there in, like, two weeks, yeah. and oh. so, yeah. <laughs> And so it's really cool, too, because we always felt called to adopt another race Mm -hmm. because we wanted to bring that in our family Mm -hmm. and teach us and our family, extended family, you know, just about loving everyone, you know. And so it was just really cool because they were like, it's it's a black little boy, you know, just let us know. And we, so on Monday, we were like, yes, we we want him, you know. And um, literally two weeks later, um, apparently we can't be at the hospital until he's born legally. I don't know. And so Tyler and I went to Tamale's restaurant. We were eating, we were eating lunch, and we were like, "This is so weird. We're having a baby today, and we're eating queso." <laughs> and so we sat down, ordered drinks. She brought us our cheese dip, and then we got the call that he was born. So we were like, "I'm sorry, we have to go." Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so it was funny. We told the waitress what was going on, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, y'all go! Like, don't even worry about it." Free cheese it. dip. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, literally a few months later, we were in there again, and she saw us with him. And so oh, it was just really neat. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, we go to the hospital, and, you know, it was just different than having a baby. So it was really funny because Tyler was like, okay, I'll drop you off. And, and I was like, okay, you know we're going to stay the night. And he's like, oh, Wait, well, no. stay the night? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Uh-huh, because the baby has to stay 24 hours, yeah. you know, for testing yes, and all the things. Yeah, just the normal. Yeah, just the normal, like, having a baby and so I we got a room and everything but this time you know I didn't get waited on hand and foot right (laughs) you know so they put you in a separate hospital room yeah and you slept on the hospital bed yep slept on the hospital bed oh my god yeah like I was you know having a baby so I felt way better this time yeah and they didn't interrupt you every three hours they still interrupted you really Mm -hmm. came in in the middle of the night came in in the middle of the night bringing you know and I had a friend that um, was donating breast milk to me and so she had brought her milk up so they would bring me a new bottle you know for him and everything okay so So then was he in the room with you Mm -hmm. and not in the room with his birth mom that's right yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I I'm like assuming that he was overnight with her. Right. Okay. But no, um, she, you know, got to hold him and then uh-huh. she was ready uh-huh. to give him up because it was really emotional uh-huh. for her. I'm sure. And she wanted to meet us at first and then she changed her mind. Yeah. Um, so that's sad. I hope one day we get to yeah. meet her. Yeah. Um, and so it was just really hard for her. Yeah. So she was on the floor below us. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so we had Finnick, um, within an hour of him being born. Oh my gosh. 
so yeah it was really it was awesome that's amazing yeah yeah okay so then you bring him home Mm -hmm. and he's a part of your family Mm -hmm. and how did your like what was it like bringing a new baby into the home I mean did were your kids just like this is normal just like how Titus or adjusted to having Ezra in the Mm -hmm. home was it just like well it was a little different because you know Titus and Ezra are only 20 months apart okay so it was like having two babies yeah you know they didn't really (laughs) yeah welcome each other yeah Titus was just like get out of my way you know like he's not even two yet yeah yeah um but they were let's see Titus was five Ezra was about to turn four okay and so um they were just kind of like what is this? You know, Ezra was so excited. Yeah. Um, and I can say that first week was really rough for me. Really? Um, and I can talk about it now. And just to encourage others who adopt, too, that it's okay to feel this way. Because I was very, like, filled with doubts. Like, really? Uh, maybe I made a mistake. I don't know if I can love this baby like my other two. Wow. You know, all the hard, deep feelings. Um, and then I had a friend that had adopted two babies. Um, and she came and sat with me one day and just listened to me cry and hear all my things. And, you know, she was like, it's okay. Get it out. Tell me all the things, you know. And then she was like, listen, these feelings will pass. And then one day you're going to wake up and he's yours. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> And, um, so, you know, a few days later, I'm not kidding. That's exactly what happened. I woke up and he was mine. And so, you know, now it's like, he's my favorite child. <laughs> Sorry, Titus and Ezra, I love you. <laughs> they don't listen to the woman podcast. No, they don't listen. <laughs> They're fine. Oh and gosh. so now it's like, you know, um, I got to speak about this at our campus a few months ago and I, I, I was telling them it reminds me of um, we are adopted into the family of God. Yeah. And adoption is a part of our story, too, you know. And it's just such a special thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's bonded me to him like nothing I've mm-hmm. ever seen or mm-hmm. felt before, you know. And so it's just been such a blessing. And he is such a blessing um, just to my family. You know, I honestly I grew up in a home that was kind of sort of racist if I'm being really honest and just the way he has changed the hearts in my own family it's just the most beautiful thing yeah you know that I've seen and so anyways it's it's just been really beautiful I love that yeah sweet Finn I know he's the best he is the best (laughs) I love him he's so cute (laughs) he is a cutie you want to eat him because he's so cute (laughs) well and now he's I can say he's so cute, but then he's such a little boy now. I know. He's grown so much. I know. It's like the difference between my Bo and Jack. It's like Bo still has chubby cheeks, and I'm like, oh, he's so cute. And then Jack's like a boy. Yeah. Like becoming a little man. Just in two years. Yeah. How much they change. I know. It's it's so sad. And, you know, I was thinking, like, um, one of your questions I saw um, when we were texting about this was, um, you know, what looking back, what would I do different or... um, What do you wish you had known? Yeah, that's what it was. What I wish I would have known. The main thing I thought was, because I kind of, it's like, 
I don't wish I would have known how I would have felt. You know, I, I love the way everything happened because right. I loved just how I grew. Mm-hmm. You know, now I have this testimony to share with others mm-hmm. that are adopting that, hey, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like God's going to place that love in your heart for that baby, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but what I do wish I would have known since he's an African-American child, I wish I would have known how to do his hair better. Like I look back at his pictures. <laughs> I'm like, I am so embarrassed. Like, I'm so sorry to all the black community. Please forgive me. (laughs) You needed some coaching. I really did. So how'd you learn? Did somebody have to teach you? uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Yeah, they did. As a matter of fact, um, even Miss Donna here at school, she kind of took me under her wing for a hot minute and was like, honey, let me just, you know, and I'm like, please teach me, you know? Um, and now we just have a routine. Like yeah. every day we know that his hair is important to get all the things in it and his skin, yeah. you know, to keep it moisturized and just, yes. it's just different than, you know, us. And so praise God for Miss Donna. Pray. Oh, I just, I'm going to miss her. I know. Oh, I know. I love her. So yeah, she's amazing. One thing I was going to ask you is, you know, you said that you were, you had a lot of emotions that first week. Mm-hmm. What about Tyler? Did he have, I mean, did he deal with the same? I don't want you to, I don't know. Do you feel comfortable speaking? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. He wouldn't mind at all. He was completely smitten as soon as he saw him. Okay. And, and I love how it worked out that way. The Lord is so good because since I was struggling, Tyler is amazing. (laughs) He's a really good husband. And that week I couldn't even, I wouldn't get up with him at night. I mean, that's how real it was. I wouldn't get up when I heard him crying. I was like, I, mm -mm." Uh you know, and Tyler, he got an air mattress and put it in his room and he would just shut the door and do all the things. And so until I came along, that's amazing. So he was really, really good and strong for all of us. We joke about it now. He's like, remember that week that you didn't (laughs) want to be a mom? And I was like, okay, stop it. Oh, uh, we all have those weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we do. Adoption involved or not. Yeah, exactly. No. But yeah, he would get up and do all the feedings and do everything. Wow. While I was in there, you know, eating popcorn and Tyler. being a little jerk. Good job, so. Tyler. Yeah, good job, Tyler. He did good. And he was praying for your soul. He was in there. He did. <laughs> he was like, Lord. Lord, please. We made this decision. Yes. And you know, also what was really hard, I think really weighed on me is at the time, and my mom won't care that I say this we've talked about it but you know even at the time she was kind of in my ear like Amanda I don't know if this is for you I think you know you really need to think about this Uh because there's a 10-day grace period Mm -hmm. you know and um and there were a few friends that were speaking that into me too and I was like confused Uh and you know just fear and doubt and yeah it wasn't until my friend that I told you about that came and just spoke life over me and that was when the Holy Spirit took over you know right um so for anyone listening that maybe has a friend that's adopting how can you be a good friend and supportive mm -hmm. to other families that are going through this process oh that's a really good question like I would be supportive like my friend Katie um she was amazing and I mean you're amazing too Katie all the Katie's are amazing the other Katie's (laughs) the the most amazing (laughs) if you're listening you're better than me no you're not (laughs) but um so 
she I just love how real she was. I mm-hmm. would just encourage you to be real and mm-hmm. tell them how you really felt mm-hmm. and that it's okay to feel those feelings mm-hmm. and that it's going to pass. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I needed to hear mm-hmm. because the ones who were just like, love him, it's okay. I wasn't getting there. You know, it wasn't until she sat on the floor and told me she felt the same way. That was when I was like, okay, wait, it's okay to have these yeah, feelings. Yeah, I'm not the worst for feeling yeah. this. Like, this is maybe just part of the adjustment process. Yes. And now that I know what I know about adoption, that's totally normal. Yeah. It's just you need to feel them first yeah. and talk about them. Yeah. And I was kind of scared to talk about it because talking about it with my mom was the wrong idea because she's my mom and she yeah. wants to take care of me, yeah. and, you know. Yeah. And so just being able to sit and tell her all my feelings and she was like, yeah, I felt that too. Okay. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah. So just being real with someone, yeah. that's what I needed. Okay. And then, you know, encouraging on the back end, obviously. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. I okay. love that. Well, thanks for talking with us yes, today. Thanks for having me. So glad to have you on the podcast. And um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Thanks for listening, people. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.